Hello and welcome to the Body Shepherd Podcast. This show gives the guidance you need for the fit life you want. Hosted by Dan Crass, Certified Personal Trainer and Owner of Body Shepherd. Hey, welcome back to the Body Shepherd Podcast. This is Dan Krask, Certified Personal Trainer and host of the Body Shepherd Podcast. I own Body Shepherd. Okay, that's the deal. Um, my wife and I own it. She handles the financials. I, I kind of do everything else. I'm a lead trainer. And you can find us at bodyshepherd.com. That's B-O-D-Y-S-H-E-P-H-E-R-D.com. You can find Body Shepherd all over social media, all the major places, except for Twitter. I'm kind of uh, over Twitter right now. I think Twitter has kind of lost its usefulness. The only things that I can find on Twitter these days related to fitness is other trainers kind of bitching and complaining with each other. And that kind of leads me into the topic that I'm going to talk about today, which is on the topic of supplements. Because you see, I believe that you could put a bunch of fitness professionals on a podcast together or in a room together put a bunch of of fitness professionals together and you would find more civility in talking about politics, religion, social issues. I mean, you you name any third rail of conversation that's too taboo and you would find more civility talking about any of those topics than you would if you put them together and had them discuss whether or not dietary supplements and functional nutrition is a legitimate thing that a person should spend their money and time on. I'm not kidding. This is this is a really hot, uh, hotly debated topic amongst fit- fitness professionals. Um, you pretty much end up in two there, in one of two camps. You have the camp that is that says it's all bro science, that it's all a waste of money, that there's just no no benefit to it whatsoever, and that if you just stick to good old diet and nutrition, that you can do anything that you want your body to do. On the other side, you've got people like myself, full disclosure, this is the camp I'm in, that says uh, dietary supplements and functional nutrition, these things exist for a reason. Uh, they wouldn't ha- have stuck around this long and have been embraced by consumers if they were worthless. Yes, there are some uh, snake oil out there occasionally, but they by no means uh, represent the vast majority of, of products out there. And so they have a place. They have a place in our lives and in the lives of our clients. And that's what we're going to talk about today, supplements. So let's get right into it. I want to give you some background just real quick on where I'm coming from. That way, this doesn't come across as only my opinion. This is certainly my opinion, but it's an educated opinion. It's an informed opinion. I'm not simply just saying, oh, I've been slinging weight and slinging protein shakes and dietary supplements for years, and they work, so you should trust me. No, that's not where I'm coming from at all. Here's where I'm coming from. In another life, air quotes, uh, I own a branding agency, okay? And by that, I mean I help brands get their products to market. And those products can be tangible products. They could be like food and uh, snacks or Anything you might buy at like a hardware store or a toy store or Walmart or Target or wherever, and a lot of a lot of products that that uh, that that part of my life, the the clients that we work with, they do sell products in those stores, and they also sell on Amazon and direct to consumer and all that stuff. Okay, we also have some tangible product um, clients, and so that that makes up uh, another part of my life. Okay, I'm. I'm I want to be very clear about that point. 
And so I have a firsthand front row seat to how products come to market. They don't just magically appear. You can't just decide that oh, I'm going to I'm going to put together a uh, a pre-workout powder and you know sell it on Amazon. No, it requires a ton of work, money, time, people. And so what I can tell you is that because of because of my experience in helping bring products to market, okay, and working firsthand with all these brands that bring a variety of different products to market, I can tell you that it makes no fiscal sense to launch a product that is going to require the brand to attract a new user, a new customer, every single time a purchase is made. The only way a product thrives and is profitable is if it has repeat customers. You, under, you follow me so far? Think toilet paper, okay? Like the only way Charmin exists is because a whole lot of people are wiping their ass with Charmin. Got it? Okay, so that's how products live and, and breathe and thrive and grow. So here's the thing. When you look at the niche of, of uh, dietary supplements and functional nutrition, and by that I mean uh, protein, uh, powders, uh, pre-workouts, uh, pills, capsules, all, all that stuff, um, you have to, to take a step back and say, if these, if these products were the junk that, they're, that they are portrayed to be by the other camp of fitness professionals, then none of these brands would live very long. They, they would dry up just financially because they wouldn't have the sustaining customers to keep them alive because it is very, very much more expensive to go after a new customer for every single purchase. No, instead what we see are products, so uh, specific product brands and, and products, and then product categories such as uh, protein powders and different types of proteins and pre-workouts and things like that, that have sustained years, uh, often decades of use. And not only that, but they've been tested uh, and, and proven useful in a variety of, of other segments, whether that's uh, pure science or, or whatever kind of testing. My point is this, that to simply just dismiss all dietary supplements in all functional nutrition as bro science is being willfully ignorant and in most cases just downright stupid. You have to be a mouth-breathing dolt to have that kind of a, uh, opinion. You certainly have to be someone who has no business acumen whatsoever to have that kind of thought run through your head and, and to just say it online or say it in a podcast or, or an article or something like that. That is that is willfully stupid. So I have no use for, for, for that kind of, uh, that kind of uh, mentality when it comes to supplements. Now, if you wanna disagree with me on uh, the usefulness of specific supplements for a specific goal, if you wanna disagree on what the, what the science currently says, and I believe it should always be phrased that way, what the, what the science currently says, and I'll get to that in a minute, um, sure, let's have that conversation. But I will not debate and I will not talk to someone uh, who, who wants to simply just talk about supplements in the context of they're either that they're that they're just all bad. If you're in part of that camp, I invite you to stop this episode right now and look elsewhere because I don't have time for you. All right, for everyone else, let's continue on. All right, so let's move on to a more positive uh, positive vibe. All right, that that was my intro rant. Thank you for indulging me the time to get that off my chest. Like I said, this is a very hotly uh, debated, hot topic kind of uh, conversation. 
and I am part of the flames, all right? I'm in there, but let's move on. In thinking about how to approach this topic, I, I basically came down to the idea that I'm not going to sit here and tell you, you should be taking fill in the blank. I'm not that, I'm not that type of person. Uh, you can find that type of personality really easily in, in the fitness industry. Just search Instagram. You'll find all kinds of people pushing all kinds of products as an absolute. I'm not that, I'm not that person. What I believe in doing is sharing what I use, what I do, and saying, you know, if this resonates with you, then maybe you should look into it yourself when it comes to supplements. Now, when it comes to training and things like that, I have absolute beliefs. But when it comes to the topic of supplements, what I'm going to do in this episode is just tell you what I use, what I buy, and why I use and why I buy it. So let's get right into the list. I'm going to start off with protein. Protein is probably the number one supplement that people think of and use on a very common basis. You can find it anywhere. I mean, literally anywhere. Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, certainly certainly your big box uh, supplement retailers and retailers. You can, you can go into a store and find a protein powder, but I want to break it down for you because I don't think that a lot of folks know what they're buying when they buy protein powder, okay? So let's just break this down. There are essentially three different types of protein powders that you can find, and they're going to cater to a different goal and certainly to uh, different biology that, that people have. So first of all is the most widely used, which is uh, whey concentrate. Okay, that, that's the stuff that is very easy to make for the manufacturers. Uh, if, chances are if you go to any big box store and buy a, uh, a bottle or a you know, canister of, of protein powder, you're buying whey concentrate. That's very, very likely. Um, for most people, whey concentrate is very digestible. Um, it's readily available to the body, used for muscle building, and it's a good buy. It, for some of us though, myself included, um, the lactose amount in concentrate is just too much, and it sends us to the toilet within an hour of drinking it, and it makes our stomachs very upset, and it, we pretty much are just crapping out whatever we take in. Disgusting, yes, but that's the reality, okay? Some of you are nodding in agreement because you know exactly what I'm talking about. If that's you, then you need to look at whey isolate, okay? The whey isolate removes the... Um, removes the uh, lactose, and it gives you just the, the most bioavailable elements of the protein. And it's way, way, way easier on your stomach. You would have to have some very rare uh, disorder if you, in order to, to not be able to enjoy the benefits of a whey isolate protein. Now, last on the list, number three, is a special type of protein called casein, or ca casein, or casein, I'm not sure exactly which pronunciation is the correct one, but casein is interesting. Um, essentially what it does, it's, it's a long digesting type of protein, but the way it does it is gonna be problematic for some of you. Um, I wanna say right off the bat that there's a lot of people who enjoy casein, they have no problems with it whatsoever. There's just some of us out there, again, myself included, that do have a problem with casein, and here's why. Uh, Essentially what it does is it, it, it's so thick and so dense that it creates a temporary um, digestible plug in your stomach and it causes the, the protein to pass through slower, to kind of put it in layman's terms. Um, and this, 
for people who can use this stuff, it, it makes your body utilize it on a much slower pace. And so your body's not just, you know, taking it all in at once and kind of getting rid of what it can't use in the moment. It takes it in slowly. And so this is why a lot of folks like to use casein before they go to bed because you've got that downtime and the body's just going to use slow, uh, protein real slowly to rebuild muscle. If you can use it, this is really good stuff. Also, if you find protein that says it's a blend, chances are it has casein in it, okay? However, if you have problems with any kind of um, gastro uh, acid problems, okay, acid reflux or GERD, silent GERD, things like that, you're going to want to proceed with caution because the plug, the temporary quote-unquote plug that casein creates in your stomach is going to mean that the acid also doesn't have anywhere to go, and it's going to kind of get backed up like a toilet, and that acid is going to come right up your throat just like it does with acid reflux or GERD or one of those other disorders. So proceed with caution. Um, when I first started taking casein, I didn't know what I was getting into, and I didn't even know I had GERD at the time. I have what, I have a type of GERD called silent GERD, and so it comes with none of the traditional um, uh, symptoms of GERD, but Nonetheless, I thought I was having heart problems because I had such intense chest pain, and it turns out it was just it was just GERD. It was just acid reflux being caused by the casein, and I had to stop taking it. So nowadays, I only take uh, isolate, and specifically, I get no kickbacks for this. They're, I'm not being paid to promote this brand, but I like Nutribio. Um, I like their transparency on their labels. They tell you exactly how much is in it, even down to the sweeteners that go in to make the flavoring. Um, they will tell you exactly what's in it, and they have a third-party testing uh, service that will test their products for them, and then you can call in or uh, go to the website and uh, enter in your lot number. It'll tell you on what data was tested and all this wonderful stuff about uh, the product that you are consuming. Um, they're really sort of the leaders in the transparent label uh, wave that we're seeing right now, and so if, if I were to advise one of my clients to take, if they're interested in a protein, I would send them to Nutribio because it's, it's just top quality stuff. So that's protein in a nutshell. Now, next up is aminos or branch chain amino acids or BCAAs or EAAs. All of those uh, abbreviations and, and names that I just rattled off, those are all branch chain amino acids, okay? Now, uh, the most readily available product that you're going to find if you go out to a store, and I think I've seen some of these at Target and Walmart um, to let you know just, and it, I only mention those big box stores as sort of a, um, an indicator of how widespread a product is. In other words, you're not going to always have to go to a, uh, a vitamin shop or GNC or a bodybuilding.com or a sups.com one of these stores in order to find these products, these products have reached wide mass distribution. Um, and so if you want to go out and try and find them, you can. Um, certainly Amazon has has their own uh, brands uh, that they, they themselves have, have started developing because this is such a lucrative industry to be part of because people buy and continue buying these products because they work. Anyway, branch chain amino acids or aminos or BCAAs or essential amino acids, EAAs. Um, amino acids, essentially, these, these specific branch chains, they, they are the kind of the building blocks of protein. And the, the theory goes like this, that as you're working out, um, usually during and after training, 
um, taking BCAAs as a drink is a is kind of a passive way of giving your body stuff to repair muscle tissue with um, without having to eat a steak constantly or chicken or some kind of protein constantly. You can drink the branch chains, the, the blocks that go into making the proteins, and then in theory, that will then repair the muscle and encourage the body to build muscle rather than use it for energy. Now, I do, I do take uh, BCAAs every single day. There's a few different brands and types that I like to use. Sometimes I actually do buy EAAs. And the difference there is here in the last two, three years, there's been some, some uh, new science. And again, that phrase will, uh, will pop up. You'll hear a couple times on this podcast that the, the science currently says uh, that perhaps we should be taking all of the essential amino acids and not just the four that go into branch chain amino acids. And so you'll, you've seen a lot of products pop up that uh, contain all nine, and, um, and uh, in addition, uh, including the, the previous four that are in branch chain amino acids. But I've taken both, and I don't really notice a difference in my own physique between the two. Um, my body seems to respond very well, very favorably to BCAAs. I know from looking at myself in the mirror and uh, just knowing my body that when I when I'm taking BCAAs in conjunction with intense, you know, really intense training, uh, good sensible nutrition, good rest, um, when I'm when I'm taking BCAAs, I am leaner, and uh, my muscle mass seems fuller. I don't know. It just does something to my body that I that I enjoy. So I, I take them. Brands that I use, I like BPI. Uh, there's a lot, a lot of, of BCAA aminos uh, brands out there, but BPI seems to be the brand that my body responds to the best. Um, specifically, they have two products. One is a little flavor squeeze bottle of their best aminos product you can find at the checkout section of uh, Vitamin Shop and GNCs and, and Amazon. And these are those, those little squeeze bottles you can squeeze into a water bottle and it adds flavor. Well, in this case, you're adding aminos. Um, I like that uh, because it's quick, it's on the go, it tastes really good, and it comes in my favorite flavor, which is uh, melted snow cone. Really uh, taps my sweet tooth. And then the other thing that I like to use is, it has an unfortunate, stupid name, it's called Shredded, Best Aminos Shredded. But the reason I like that is it contains another supplement that I, I really enjoy, my body seems to respond very favorably to, which is L-carnitine tartate. And you can do some Googling on L-carnitine, um, but uh, for the purposes of this podcast, I'll just say that it contains all the branch chains, smell carnitine. I think it has one other ingredient. I'm not sure. Um, perhaps something for a pump or something like that. I'm not sure. But um, anyway, it's, uh, it's a very efficient delivery of aminos that I, that I like to use and L-carnitine that I like to use. So that's BCAAs in a nutshell. I would say do yourself a favor and hop on your Google machine and punch it in and find out more about BCAAs. There is a ton, a ton of research out there and just average Joe testimonials like myself, not to mention a bunch of uh, fitness folks who will gladly give you their opinion on what brands to use and why and timing and all that stuff. I just like to use them throughout the day uh, during my eating window because uh, I, I do still use intermittent fasting and I enjoy them. They're very tasty and they work for me. Now, this last group that I want to get into 
is what I'm just going to kind of lump together and call vitamins and minerals because this truly is a trial and error kind of thing that you have to do for yourself if if this is something you need to address. <clears throat> uh, when I began, when my, when my wife and I began having children, it was great. It was beautiful. I love my babies. I've got four children, ages as I record this, uh, two to eleven. And for the first what five years, I mean, it's bliss. Um, assuming you don't put your kids in daycare, um, and you know, as soon as they are put into a setting with other kids for a prolonged period of time, and they come back to your home, uh, your house is going to be exposed to all kinds of germs. When that happened with me, I learned the hard way that my immune system sucked. And so I needed some kind of reinforcements. And I know that there's the camp out there that says, oh, you just got to expose yourself to the germs and build your immune system. And my, my response to that type of insanity is, cool, I'm willing to do that if you're willing to pay for my doctor bills when I have to go see a physician uh, to be treated for the different types of ailments that my body doesn't seem to be able to defeat on its own. So if you're willing to pony up uh, like 150 bucks for me to go see my, my doctor and then whatever prescription uh, costs that come with that, plus the downtime that I'm going to have from not being able to work, um, hey, I'll take your money. But if you don't want to do that, then maybe keep your mouth shut and only give advice when it's asked. So for the rest of us, who are smart and diligent and who are just trying to pay attention to our bodies and do what's best for our families, some of us are going to need some help with our immune system, and that's what I'm going to lump into with the vitamins and minerals section here, okay? So here's what I use. On a daily basis, right before bed, I take uh, some zinc. Zinc is great for men specifically. It's great for prostate health, um, but it's also a, a really good um, immune system booster. Um, a lot of those uh, cold ease products out there, the, the products you're supposed to take within like 72 hours of cold symptoms, that's pretty much like super dosing zinc. You'll notice that zinc is the highest ingredient on all those products. So I'd, I take zinc. Then I take ester C. Ester C is a version of vitamin C that has removed the high acidic uh, properties of typical vitamin C and it makes it much more tolerable on the stomach. Uh, so I take one gram thousand milligrams of vitamin C. I then take uh, 5,000 one. It's this tiny little um, uh, capsule, uh, liquid cap of uh, vitamin D that I get from the vitamin shop. And it's 5,000 I use of vitamin D. Um, my physician, actually a former physician, um, primary care physician, she was very, very high on the idea of of superdosing vitamin D well above what the government, uh, the United States government recommends. And so under her care and guidance, um, I began uh, taking high amounts of vitamin D and um, combined zinc with vitamin D with vitamin C. Uh, those three plus one more, which I'll get to here in just a second, have done wonders for my immune system. Um, it didn't start off perfectly, okay? I had to, to do a lot of trial and error with uh, several different products based on research and you know trial and error and process of elimination. But over time, I found something that, that worked for my body. Now, the last uh, product in this group that I'll mention, and you might not think of it this way, but it's apple cider vinegar. Yeah, apple cider vinegar has uh, a load, a load of really good health benefits to it. 
Um, the acidic acid in there is wonderful for a lot of uh, a lot of uh, good benefits. You can Google that. But I use it mainly for the gut health properties. It has um, just all kinds of great benefits for my gut and my gut bacteria. And uh, one of the things that is rather um, unenjoyable about having a little one and several little ones in school is the is the gastro bugs they bring home. And boy, I tell you, as a self-employed person, um, these types of illnesses, they, they are worth being proactive about. I'm not someone who, who's just going to sit back and say, oh, well, you know, whatever happens, I, I'm going to put up a fight against that kind of stuff. And I, I admit some people think I'm nuts. I don't care. This is just how I'm wired. And uh, I'm, I like to be proactive about this kind of stuff. So that's what I take for my immune system. I take apple cider vinegar. Uh, I take two tablespoons a day mixed with 100% uh, organic uh, purple grape juice, about four ounces of that. Um, and then right before bed, I take uh, one gram of ester C, 5,000 IU of liquid vitamin D, and uh, forgot how much zinc I take. It's powder form. It's from Vitamin Shop. Um, I think they only sell one measurement of zinc. And that's what I take for vitamins and minerals. Now, as an honorable mention, I just want, I have to mention this. It's a specific product. It's proprietary. It comes from a very specific brand. And I think you can only get it from the manufacturer and on Amazon. It's called Tyrant. It's made by a group called uh, MTS Nutrition. Mark Lobliner, uh, who's a very opinionated um, fitness professional. I, I, I agree and disagree with Mark in equal amounts on just about anything. He's very vocal about everything that uh, comes to his mind. And like I said, I agree with the guy just about as much as I disagree with the man. Very, very informative, uh, very thought-provoking man. I would highly recommend searching him out on YouTube or Twitter or wherever you want to try and find him. Mark Lobliner. Um, he owns, um, I think he's owner or part owner, whatever, of MTS Nutrition, but he makes a product called Tyrant. I've nicknamed this the small business owner's best friend because I think that it's just a wonderful uh, supplement to take if you are in a high-stress uh, career. Now, I own two businesses, and I have four children, uh, a marriage, and um, you know our, our, our life is full. Um, and because of the way I'm wired, I'm very type A, uh, I come with a lot of stress. And I need something as I get older to help me manage the, the side effects of stress, most notably cortisol. Tyrant comes with a number of ingredients, I think three or four ingredients. Do, it does two things. One, it has one ingredient in there um, that helps relax me. And so I take this right before bed. And the other one helps my body uh, control and not produce as much cortisol as it would normally produce under high stress situations. So what I found is that when I take Tyrant, um, I'm more relaxed. I sleep in a more uh, sound fashion. And my body, I can, you'll just have to Google the side effects of cortisol to know what I'm talking about here, but I don't see the side effects of cortisol in my body that, um, that I've come to recognize pretty pretty rapidly when I'm producing a lot of cortisol due to a lot of stress. So here's what I'll say about this. If you want to just take my word for it, fine. Go look for Tyrant by MTS Nutrition on Amazon or tigerfitness.com. 
I get no kickbacks for this. There's no promo in here for me. Um, but the bigger picture on this specific product is I needed something to help me relax and help me deal with factors that mentally and physically I just could not seem to deal with adequately on my own. Um, this is me admitting uh, a weakness. This is me admitting a, uh, a metaphy- metaphysical, a, a physical problem that I, I just can't seem to deal with. And rather than you know walking around feeling like a failure all the time, I went ahead and I found some help doing uh, taking the, the tyrant. Now it, it worked for me. It's I love it. It's part of my daily staple, um, and it has some other benefits too. But those are the two main ones: uh, relaxation and cortisol control. And so I encourage you that if you are a small business owner or if you are in a career or a life phase that has just a ton of stress, look for something that can help you manage the cortisol and get some relaxation because it, it really is an X factor that can come in and create a ton of physical obstacles for our journey to a fit life. Hey, look, that's not all I take, but that's all I'm going to cover in this particular episode. If you have a supplement that you're wanting to try out uh, and, and you want to ask for my opinion, I'd be more than happy to share my opinion with you, but I'm not someone who's going to uh, pound on the desk and tell you you should be taking XYZ. I really do believe that it's a personal choice that you have to figure out on your own and determine if, if it's something you want to do. Uh, however, I do invite you to ask me questions if you want to. So speaking of that, you can find me at bodyshepherd.com. That's B-O-D-Y-S-H-E-P-H-E-R-D. And you can find Body Shepherd on Instagram, um, Pinterest, Facebook, a little bit on Twitter. We're kind of eh, meh about Twitter right now. So I wouldn't go looking for, for too much activity on Twitter right now. Anyway, thank you for listening to this episode. I hope it's been somewhat helpful or informative, at least, about supplements. Um, there's so much more that could be said. I believe there's probably podcasts out there that are just dedicated to nothing but supplements. And if you're more, in, if you're interested in that, go hunt for them because there's just so much information to cover. But I thought I would cover kind of the background on on why supplements are not junk to begin with, and then just tell you the the group that my core group that I that I prefer to take for my own goals and my own my own health so I hope this has been helpful uh, we conclude every one of these episodes with the the correspondence ending uh, word that I use on every email and every piece of information I send out and that is the direction we always go is onward have a great day <laughs>